0: Incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So, girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Boom to go. Honestly, I just try and keep you on your toes sometimes because I always say, Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here. And hey girl, I am so excited that you're here. But you know, sometimes you got to throw a little curveball, but today we are going to talk about a topic that I get questions about every single day on Instagram, which subtle plug, if we're not connected on Instagram, come say hi. I love to hear what you're thinking of the podcast. I love to hear what you're working on in your life, any struggles that you're having, any suggestions that you have for content that I can give you. I try and make you laugh. I'm really awkward, very myself, try and pump you up, and I try and add value. So we should definitely be friends over there. But besides the point, what I want to talk about today is getting your significant other on board. And the questions that I often get are around. How I convinced Cena, who was my boyfriend of 10 years now, as of the 4th of July, fiance, yay, woo, um, to work out with me every day. How did I quote unquote make him want to care about his own personal growth journey or personal development like I do? How did I get him on board with my vision for life? And how did I get him on board with a business that was also predominantly built through social media? And to answer in short, once upon a time, I tried to convince him, push him, pull him, all the things that you could possibly do to try and influence another person. And it didn't work. It just made us bicker. And honestly, I didn't want to be the girlfriend of 10 years who now, you know, is a fiance fishing out these like snarky little comments towards him. Like, oh, Sina, don't you care about working out? Don't you care about your health? Oh, you're just going to sit there on the couch or, oh, wow. You just don't care about growing as a person like I do. Ooh, like I wonder how that's going to pan out. Like, to be honest, I'm embarrassed to admit that I've said some of those comments when I've been frustrated even though the intention was good, I wanted him to feel as good as I was feeling, being so consistent in my health and fitness routine and growing as a person and evolving. And I wanted him to have this growth mindset like I did. And I wanted him to be on the same path as me. And I was scared that if he didn't grow in the direction that I did, that I wouldn't have a significant other anymore. Because to me, I wasn't willing to marry someone who wasn't on the same path as me, not because I wanted him to do it because I was telling him to do it. I wanted him to do it because he wanted it for himself. Right. And so that was a tricky time in our relationship. Honestly, the first five years um, were like that and probably even year six. And what I did learn was a lot. And I want to share with you a couple of things that I learned, but I also just want to remind you, if you are that person who's asking those questions or making those comments, I'm not a relationship expert, nor do I want to be, but I do know that those were exhausting for me. It was so taxing on me to try and push or pull anyone significant other or anyone in my life and honestly it's kind of rude and because I think of us like girlfriends I don't mean to be calling you rude but I would point that finger at myself and say that I was kind of rude towards someone who I love who I want to do life with who's my partner in crime my teammate and Me asking those questions wasn't me showing up as the person that I want to be, nor did it make him feel valued or appreciated. And we're in a freaking relationship. We're on the same team. I don't want to be bickering with him or nagging at him, nor do I also want to be in a position where I feel I need to slow down or um, dim my own light to make him feel comfortable. So there had to be an alternative because deep down I knew as much as he loved me, this relationship was never going to work if this problem wasn't fixed. So like I said, I'm so grateful that I went through it just like anything. um, What you go through, you can grow through. But I learned three things that I think have been really helpful. Well, I learned probably a lot more than that, but I want to share with you three things today that I think could be helpful for you if you're navigating either a relationship with a significant other or a friend or a family member or someone that you just want to get on board with your vision or your habits. So the first thing that I did is I took the finger that I was pointing at him and I turned it around and pointed it back at myself. And I said, what can I control here? in all areas. And that's a tactic that I use for a lot of things in my life just because it makes me feel like I'm in control. And sometimes we get anxious or frustrated or mad when we feel like we're spinning our wheels and we're not getting anywhere, but we're forgetting that we can't control another person at all. We can't control a little human. If you've got a baby as mom's like, you know, they're going to just YOLO. They're going to do their own thing. I can't even control my own dog. So let alone, I'm not going to control a 30 year old man. So what I focused on was the only thing that I could control my own thoughts, my own beliefs, my own actions, my attitude, myself. And so for the workout side of things, because I do get a lot of questions around this, I modeled the behaviors that I was hoping Cena would want for himself without nagging him about his habits. And keep in mind, I used to nag him and that didn't work. And insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So instead I was like, this isn't working. Let me try something else. I just kept waking up every single morning to work out. And then what I actually did was I built a community, a virtual community around me with the business that I built um, to make that happen consistently because I knew the consistency over time was Going to be the solution, right? I knew that if he saw it time after time after time after time again, and it was a habit, it was part of who I was, that that would be much more likely for him to jump on board. So I wasn't doing it for him to jump on board. I was doing it for myself, but I knew the byproduct would be him seeing my energy and my confidence, the changes in my body, my zest towards life, my exponential increase in happiness. I knew that he was going to see, like, what the heck is she doing? Like, I want that, right? And in all seriousness, We were first time roommates after five years when I started really being intentional about my health and fitness journey, when I started my business with Beachbody and he saw the changes firsthand and everything that I just mentioned. So it's like, I think he connected that he could feel better about himself and more energized and more excited himself in his way. If he adopted some of these behaviors that I had and if you live with your significant other or you're married and this is a new journey for you, I would encourage you to just give it some time and I'm a huge believer that consistency over time in any behavior, whether that's related to your career path to your relationships to your personal growth to your fitness, that is the secret sauce the tiny little things that are easy to do and also easy not to do but done consistently over time builds confidence belief in yourself and it builds credibility with the people that you're around right and that osmosis of your energy is so powerful and then i guess to kind of move into tip number 2 so i so to sum that up tip number 1 would be simply just taking the finger that you're pointing at someone else and pointing it back at yourself and saying what can i control here and tip number 2 is kind of interesting. I did things that catered more towards Cena's interests. I'm super girl power, but I also wanted to be in a relationship with the last for the long haul. And I knew for me personally, I wasn't going to marry someone or have a thriving relationship that I wanted if he didn't have his own growth mindset for himself because he wanted it. And of course everyone is different. I know you're at a different stage in your relationship. Maybe you're single listening to this and you want to kind of just know a little bit more about how to approach this in the future. When you do meet someone, maybe you're in a marriage and you've been married for years and years and years, and you're trying to figure out how to adapt this. I'm not a relationship expert. I'm just sharing with you what was my non-negotiable, which was, I am not doing life with someone that's not on a growth path period. So One thing that I did was I picked workout programs that I knew he would like more. So like we could lift weights and we could be like, we're bros. Like, And let's be real, dating a guy who's got some like jacked biceps, I'm not bad about it. And things could get weird if I go down that path. So I'm just going to stop and move to the personal growth thing. But in reality... (laughs) workout programs that I knew he could get on board with was huge. And also I started to loop him in on things that I was learning in podcasts or in books that I was listening to on audible that I thought he might be interested in. So, If you've taken the Enneagram test, if we are connected on social media, you hear me talk about Enneagram all the time, but Sina is an Enneagram three. He was also a biochemistry major in college. He's a dentist. His brain works so drastically different than mine. And I'm so grateful for that because that contrast is super helpful for our team of him and I, but. We are also best friends with a lot of common interests, but he thinks and processes things in a different way than I do. So books like The Happiness Advantage by Sean Anker were so much more interesting to him because they were rooted in science. And if you're not familiar with that book, that book just popped into my head because I love that book. And it was a study Essentially, the author talks about a study that was done about Harvard students measuring variables of contributing factors to their happiness. And I highly recommend that book. I loved it too. But. Cena was more excited about that because it was rooted in science and logic. And I was aware that he just wasn't going to be excited about me talking to him about like power of vulnerability by Renee Brown, even though that was one of my obsessions, right? So I was really intentional about finding podcasts and books that he might be interested in and sharing with him things that I thought might spark his interest before he got into podcasts and personal growth himself. And it was like consistently over time, like I said, I believe that's the secret sauce to anything is that consistency over time. All of a sudden there was a switch, like a light bulb where I was becoming the most energetic, confident, productive version of myself, jumping out of bed like a damn ninja every morning, excited to have cool in-depth conversations. And he wanted that too. He wanted to be able to contribute his opinion and his personal growth. And he wanted to feel as good as I was feeling. So he wanted this lifestyle for himself. And now, Five years later, he's constantly sending me podcasts suggesting that we do double workouts and he's like a driver as an Enneagram three. He's an achiever. He's a driver towards the goals. In fact... To the point that sometimes he's pushing me. So it kind of flipped in certain degrees, right? But we're on the same team. So I think it's really important that yes, number one, we point the finger back at ourselves and say, what can we control here? Because that's ultimately the only thing that we can control. But because we are on a team with someone that we also think about what from their lens could help them get excited and get on board because we want them to be on board because we want them to feel good. And no relationship or person is in the same stage or is going to react the same way. So I'm never going to give you a prescription or a how to, but I will gently remind you like I remind myself that you are on a team. It's you two versus your problems or your challenges wanting to grow together. You're not verse each other. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And it's so damn powerful when two happy, fulfilled individuals come together and just dominate, right? And Finally, the last thing that I wanted to mention on this, and to be honest, I get physically heated talking about this because I hear often lack of support being an issue for someone to chase their big dreams, right? Or stay consistent with their health and fitness goals. And especially that lack of support coming from a significant other, either in their health and fitness goals, their business goals, their career goals, whatever it may be. I get the comment, you know, Keish, my significant other just doesn't get it. He just doesn't support me. And my instant response back every single time is, okay, girl, tell me a little bit more about how those conversations that you're having with him, of why it's important to you that you pursue this goal, you pursue this business, you're on this journey, why it's important to you. Um, What have those conversations been like? How did he respond? And I honestly cannot even tell you how high percentage of people respond back with, well, like I haven't directly asked him or I haven't really explained to him why this business matters to me or I didn't really tell him. I want to be like, girl, duh, what do you mean? And if I don't know them super well and they just DM me on Instagram, I'm going to say, well, like, girl, you know, maybe a conversation with him about it would be a good place to start. But this is a podcast. And on this podcast, I think of us like girlfriends and we're sitting across from each other. and We're having coffee. We're drinking wine. Sometimes we're feeling saucy and we're having a spicy margarita. And I will say to you, girl, duh, right? Sometimes we're so fearful of what other people are going to think of us, especially our significant other, that we don't even tell them why we're doing something, why it's important to us. And then we write it off as lack of support when really they didn't even get a chance to support us. So that's on us. It's not fair to him if you're in a relationship with a man. And it's not fair to you, nor is it fair to the people out there who are counting on you to show up as your most confident, authentic self and do the things that you feel called to do. So maybe you just gotta have a real conversation. And not just one conversation, but an ongoing, let's talk about what I want in love, what you want in life, a real ongoing conversation that happens. Consistently over time, hence the secret sauce, right? We can't be mad at the lack of support if we don't even know how to have that conversation with someone, or we haven't even instigated that conversation so that they know why it's important to us. You might be pleasantly surprised with someone who wants to support you if you tell them what supporting you looks like and what that would mean to you and why you need that, right? You picked this person. If you're married, you married this person because you're in love with this person. Let's give them a benefit of the doubt just like we should give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. So to recap... Number one, I take the finger that I'm pointing at someone else, or in this case, pointing at Cena, and I point it back at myself and I say, what can I control here? How can I model the, the behaviors that I would only hope that he can adopt to for himself? And number two, I did things strategically that catered a little bit more towards his interests, like workouts and personal development books to help get him on board because we're on a team here. And I wanted him to be on board to my train to F yeah, Bill, right? And number three, I had a real conversation about why his support in my business mattered, about why I cared about his personal growth, about where I saw our relationship going, about how I saw, you know, him supporting me in my business, where that could take us this shared vision for the future of how this could impact him in a positive way. I've been so consistently telling him why things matter to me and why I'm excited. And because he loves me, just like your significant other loves you because they're married to you, right? They want to know why. And it's our job sometimes to explain to them and not assume that they don't support us or they wouldn't be on board if they understood why it mattered right? At the end of the day, it's our job to believe in us. But if we're choosing to do life with another human being, or we're choosing to have a best friend or a mom or a sister be actively involved in our life, because the same rules can apply, right? To not even a significant other. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And remember that we're on a team and we're in this together until next time, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.